Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, happy Thursday to each and every one of you. One more day till the weekend, and today is a great day to be the one who stays in everyone else's lives when others are leaving. People will walk in and out of your life. We cannot always make other people stay, even when it is hard to let them go. Be the person to stand by others when they are in need, when they need support the most, even if it's easier to walk away. Choose to be the one to stay and be the light that others need in difficult times. Now let's get this Thursday started, folks. It's time to play hard, work hard. Now let's play hard. To the Crude Life Morning Show, play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spees. That is Sterling. It is our Thirsty Thursday edition here at the Crude Life. What kind of thirsty Thursday beverage have you got this morning? Bottled water. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. I got, from your sink. I'm drinking some ginger turmeric tea. <laughs> Ugh. Getting in touch with my hippie. I can taste that hippie. Getting in touch with my hippie roots. Getting ready for the ESG potatoes. <laughs> the potatoes of inclusion. Wind-powered. Wind-powered potatoes. Yeah, so yesterday we started talking about different ways that we could bring renewable energy to the cooking scene at the Bacham Barbecue. And a couple of thoughts we had were wind-powered turbines, well, solar I, panels, solar ovens, I was gonna wait till the, oh, wait till the barbecue to bring out this surprise, but what the heck? Sorry, I stepped on. What the heck? I mean, it's a spectacular announcement, anyways. It gave me a bunch of laughs yesterday. So, folks, my name is Jason Spees. That is Sterling. This is the Crude Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. We've got a fantabulous show in store for you. The show is so good. That I made up a word. That's how good it is. <laughs> and we're going to go through a few things that we've got on the docket here today before we hand it off to the work hard segment. Those poor schlops. But first of all, the potatoes. Ready for the potatoes? Because, I mean, this is, if we're going to go ridiculous, let's go ridiculous. I am ridiculous. Redonkulous. Redonkulous. Maybe even ludicrous speed. <laughs> so, well, I mean,. It's the same thing in dating and sports, biblically good or biblically bad, right? Yeah. And so with the potatoes, it will be David Letterman and just keep pressing that bad joke till we get one laugh. <laughs> just keep going. Paul Schaefer starts, <laughs> then we go to the next. So we're going to have a clock, a potato-powered clock, a potato-powered clock. That's amazing what you can do with potatoes. Well, we're all about STEM. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many the potatoes you would going need to, stem. to power a car. So, I do not know the answer to that. I'm curious. A potato-powered car? Mm-hmm. I do know. We'll have to ask Ed Beakley Jr. 47 potatoes can make you about a pint of vodka. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I, <laughs> Probably something like that. Just wanted to sound really really cool and really yeah. smart. Yeah, we, crude I, life distilleries. I did neither. <laughs> okay, well, getting back, but we are going to have a you know some sort of a planet service announcement because we like to do PSAs okay. here at the Crude Life. So the planet service announcement, 
that we're going to have at the Bakken Barbecue on June 19th, June 18th. It's pronounced June 18th. <laughs> did you know that? I, I did. That the, the, the number 18 is pronounced 18? I did. I okay. did know that. Thank you. So on Friday, June 18th. You went to Montessori, didn't you? At the Bakken Barbecue. <laughs> we're going to have a potato clock giving everybody the time. Okay. With two potatoes as our battery because we are ESG <coughs> renewable. Potatoes are renewable. Mm-hmm. So we're going to show the world that you don't need an iPhone to tell what time it is. You don't need a Fitbit. You just carry a couple of potatoes around with a potato clock. <laughs> But we are going to have a Planet Service announcement that says, if you would like to power your iPhone, Mm -hmm. because remember, the iPhone connects with everybody from age two to To 200, to the infinity and beyond, (laughs) those people that are downloading themselves to the sim world. Is that happening Can we do that yet? I think it is. Oh, man. I want that or one of those Wally chairs. I'm not even sure what that means but I'm sure it has something to do with the cartoon I've never seen. All right. So we're going to have a planet service announcement, a PSA that says, if you would like to use renewable energy, potatoes are renewable energy. And for 5% of your battery over the course of 10 hours, you'll only need 1,100 potatoes. That's 1,100 it? pounds. That's it? 1,100 pounds of potatoes. Could come up with something fashionable to carry those around. I want to see those uh, uh, like kebab, bandoliers, those kebab forks going through all the potatoes, <laughs> right? Because right. you got you got to have that metal yeah. prong. Yeah, it's your conductor, man. Because it's, it's the it is the electrolytes in the in the tuber, the root, root right? prong. That, Are we talking about Kate's man cave again? Well, you can you can also power a potato clock with a lemon or a lime. Sure, because citrus is very buoyant. <laughs> I was saved by the buoyancy <laughs> of citrus. Well, if you're ever drowning, yes. just grab onto a lime. Grab onto it a floats. lime. Right. Just like in your, your... Does that make it a witch? If you ever get a gin, gin and tonic or, or a water with mm-hmm. a lemon, do you ever notice that the, the lemon or the lime floats? I don't drink those fancy so drinks. So you don't need life preservers. Just you hang just, on just to lemons hang on and to limes. Lemons. And by the way, to make 7-Up... You need more than just lemon and limes. That 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 doesn't mac. That doesn't work out. No, there's got to be. You need, you need more some than, special juice in you there. You need more than just lemon and limes for seven. <laughs> Certainly if I for tried Mountain that, Dew. It didn't work out. So, <laughs> so we've got some uh, special guests and dignitaries that are going to be coming by the Bach and Barbecue on June 18th. It's a Friday. First responders are going to be honoring them all night up on stage. I got a sneak preview of. Uh, some things we're going to be doing at the Bach and Barbecue from co-founders, nice. Tiffany Steiner and Jackie Jenkin. So it should be a good time, folks. Mayor Steve Bakken, Mayor He's going to be handing out potatoes, isn't he? Shaking hands. Shaking. Kissing, ki- kissing potatoes. Kissing and- babies. And, no, wait. Is it sh- shaking hands and kissing babies? No, shaking babies and kissing hands. I forget. Yeah, it's... Could not not in, in today's environment. Come on, you can't kiss hands. Can you imagine hands. that dyslexic politician out there <laughs> kissing hands and shaking babies? That's this is a, why I've never run for office. That's a man. great Saturday Live skit right there. <laughs> yeah, that's with, uh, with uh, Dunstan from Thirty Rock. Okay, there we go. All right, then we've got the Williston Basin Petroleum Conference coming up. By the way, and this is where we're getting a little bit uh, down to crunch time because mm-hmm. we're up to fifteen hard hats now. With it's a, this it's a big crew. industrial forest studio that yeah. we're constructing. 
Nobody brought blueprints. <laughs> okay. In true crude life fashion. Yeah. You show up, you get all the stuff. I always just look at the box. Okay, who brought right? the plans? <laughs> what do you mean? We're all here. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's all, all right. you need, man. Let's get her done. Yeah, grab a hammer. Is that where get her done came from? You just kind of <laughs> get her done, whatever. Just. That's when you don't know what you're going to do, but you still got to do it. Yeah. Well, you figure this way. You get a piece of Ikea furniture. Mm-hmm. You go to Target. You go to Walmart, wherever. Wayfair. Something comes in the mail. Mm-hmm. You got 47 pages with 13 different languages of instructions, right? Right. So if you got a question, you can go to any one of your neighbors that speak any one of the popular languages now, including Mandarin. I have trouble with English. And so you you can ask them for help, too. Mm -hmm. There's apparently a hotline you can call. But for some reason, when you're done, there's three or four pieces left over. Yeah, that I doesn't happen when you get her done. I hate it when they leave extras. You know what I want to know in the furniture business that you can get at Target, Nike, and stuff like that is the Allen wrench conspiracy, right? There's every, a conspiracy Every damn Allen one wrench? of these pieces of, of equipment. It's the only thing in the world that the common person has to use an Allen wrench for is to put together furniture, right? Do you think the Allen wrench... And you got to have the right one. Is that a guy named Allen? I don't know, Is man. it a family named Allen? Is this like the pause with the with the Easter eggs? Maybe it's like there's never really been another Easter egg coloring die kit than pause that I've seen. So they got like the monopoly when it comes to the Easter egg dies. Is the Allen wrench? I, what, is there a Hydrox wrench? Is, is there a Jerry wrench? Is, you know, is there a knockoff of yeah, the Allen wrench? I think it's like Hardy Board. It's a generic term for the the big name at the time for for all of the product that you know it's like. Okay. Yeah, I think. You know what I'm talking about, though. Those little L wrenches. Well, what's the conspiracy, then? They're inconvenient. Everybody has a screwdriver at their house, but not everybody has an Allen wrench. They don't always come with one. You don't always keep it, and you need it if you want to ever take the damn thing apart or tighten it up again. So what's the conspiracy? The conspiracy is that they've invented a new tool. You tell me, man. No, exactly. Exactly. We're on the same right? page now. Yeah. Okay. I'm just a little bit further uh-huh. along. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, we're there. Okay. okay. So, and I suspect probably mob ties, you know, at least. Oh. Right. Oh. Well, you're really into I'm that. into this, okay. man. Yeah. Tinfoil hat stuff. I suppose with construction, you know, anytime. You're putting together furniture, you would think that it would require tools that the average person has at their home. Instead, they've invented a new tool that you have to have to put together the furniture. It's does wrong, the, man. It's so wrong. Does the Allen wrench allow you to turn and tighten? It does, but it serves, more? it serves one purpose. That's it. It's, you know, whereas a screwdriver, you can do a dozen things with that. And you know what purpose that is, right? I'm not. To, to screw you. the pockets of Allen. That's right. Thank you. Coming up. May, let's get back to our lives here. <laughs> Thanks for I'm, letting me vent. I'm, I'm bored with Alan. <laughs> that conspiracy. Now I'm going to have to look up the history of Alan wrenches. Go on. I, I, now I got to watch the Titanic conspiracy <laughs> just to get entertained again, which that's is always, one of the that's more always a good one. More entertaining conspiracies, to say the least. I always love a good conspiracy. So, all right. So May 11th through the 13th, the Williston Basin Petroleum Conference. Thirty CEOs, chairmen's presidents are going to be there, plus the debut of the industrial forest. Plus, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Shake bum, it bum, down. Bum. The debut of the official. The debut. The official crude life 
Traveler Tumbler. The Travel Tumbler. That stainless steel Pelican. Mm-hmm. Good for coffee, we water, or gin. We the Pelican gin. instead of the Yeti. Yeah. Everybody goes with the Yeti, and the yeah. Yeti does a damn good product. It is a very good product. But while everybody goes right, we want to turn left. We just like to do that from time to time. So we <laughs> Little zig, Pelican. little zag. Yeah. Well, New Orleans, man. New Orleans Pelicans. It all comes down to, uh, is it a good product, and can we get it for a good price? Actually, it's a damn good product. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just... To it's me, solid. To me, there's certain products that it's a horse apiece. Right. Really. And so, like, when you're talking about a Yeti or a Pelican, it's, yeah, it's, they're, they're really good for what they need to do. And that's keep your stuff hot and cool all day. So, we have two colors. We have a uh, black with a, a nice laser engraved mm-hmm. on it. Oh, they're I've seen sick. it. Sick. S-I-K. Not S-I-C. That's old school, man. No. S-I-K, sick. Sick, it's what the kids say. And that's what somebody told me. It looks really? sick, yeah. <laughs> and then I sent him the seafoam f- green one, and it's... Now, see, my wife liked that one. <sighs> I did not like it as much. She liked that one. Okay. It was and, bright and cheery. Then, um, I sent it to a couple females, and they liked it, but they said the black one looks sexy. <sighs> so now it looks sick and okay. sexy. So now I know which one you're going to be using. Yeah. Seafoam green. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what are talk about? We walk into a store yesterday, and instantly this woman just starts talking to him. Just instantly. Just out of the blue. Just la, 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 la. Yeah. What, what, was her, what was the great pickup line? The, impulse the, buys. The Menards clearance impulse buys yep. right when you walk this in. This is apparently where to go, man, because she and was I, just... She, she was hitting on she me. She turned to you right away. It was That's right, because I was talking to you. I said, yep. hey, let's see what's in the... She clearance. stopped what she was doing, turned around. The clearance impulse buy, yep. and she chuckled mm-hmm. and chimed in like she was part of the conversation. And then she became part of the conversation. Disappeared. I disappeared <laughs> because I was like, I'm no longer relevant here. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure she stalked you How around the you store. So we've got some very exciting stuff coming up. And then, of course, we got the OCI Permian chapter. Uh, now tell we'll me about speaking that. We're going to be speaking about the industrial forest. Two new stones going to be debuting at the industrial forest. All okay? right. So we've got one with the OG directory, Sean Forbes, mm-hmm. the sophisticated and sexy Sean Forbes. She's going to be uh, at the Williston Basin Conference as well. Well, she'll be planting a tree okay. in the industrial forest. And I just talked to the artist today. Her stone's going to be ready, so we'll have that at the industrial forest studios. And they can check out pictures of these on the site, right? Because these are cool looking. Yeah, we'll definitely have pictures okay. of them. And then, uh, can you keep a secret? Not very. Okay. As well, long as we're not recording. I trust you not to tell anybody what I'm about to tell you. All right. Okay? I don't think my mic's on anyway. Go ahead. Right, because if your mic is on, <laughs> it's it's over. But if my mic's on, no one will hear the no secret. No one will know. Okay, so the secret is that we're making one. Uh, you know, with the industrial forest logo mm-hmm. that that gears. Yeah, the gears, as, as the, the leaves. Because mm-hmm. we've got two different markers. You can get one with your company logo, and Sean Forbes, OG directory. She's in the crude life. We've got uh, our logos on right your own logo on it. and then we've got another one with the industrial forest logo 
And then we have one, uh, Canine Pipe Inspections. They were one of the first ones to jump on board. So they've got one with the okay. Industrial Forest logo, but their name is underneath. Okay? So you can put your name on it, too. Right, because some people, they, they want to have the Industrial Forest logo. Yeah, well, it's know? really cool looking. I it like, is, the, I like the gears. And then, of course, you can get the other one, too. And it depends on, you know, some people like to display a softball trophy mm. or a bowling trophy in their lobby. Maybe somebody wants to display one of these cool markers. Yeah. As, hey, we plant trees in a sustainable forest. Yeah, it's basically like a paver stone. I mean, these are these are heavy duty. So we've got one being made right now special for the mayor of Bismarck. So it'll say, you know, industrial forest, mayor, Steve Bakken. Nice. And uh, he's going to plant the first tree. In the, be uh, the, he's, a, he's like the cornerstone. He's going to have the golden shovel, if the you go- will. I, yeah, we should, get a, we should at least get a shovel and paint it gold. What would the... Equivalent. What would be golden the, gloves? What's the what's the smart ass golden shovel? What's the green golden shovel? Uh, let's not even do smart ass. What's uh, the let, uh, let's uh, just go, something different. Something uh, different. Something okay, different so instead of pick, gold, um, no, no, it should probably a shovel. So yeah, something uh, biodegradable, bamboo maybe. Bamboo. Hmm. Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're talking, right? Robot. Now there you go. Push the button and yeah. the robot digs. Get a drone. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think outside the box here. Yeah. Okay. So we've got some fun things happening there. So we'll have the stone markers at the Industrial Forest Studios as well. I have a meeting tomorrow. Ready for this? Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm meeting with Thunder Coffee. Thunder Coffee. Thunder Coffee. Wife's from Williston, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. So she's from Williston. Beautiful downtown Williston. Her parents still live there. So she grew up in the oil patch. Her husband... From eastern Montana, the oil side, too. Mm -hmm. So he worked specifically for an oil and gas company, which I'm not going to name. They have a coffee company in West Fargo, right outside of Fargo. They do their own roasting. and One of the bedroom communities of Fargo. West Fargo, very clever name. Very clever. That's where I first lived. I was confused. I think it's south of Fargo. Okay. <laughs> South southeast West Fargo. West Fargo, it's yeah. east of town. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's about right around here, man. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to them for two reasons. One, um, he's getting the uh, the the Colorado Stiffle, the oh. Austin Stiffle. I don't know what that is. We're calling it the uh, Fargo Wrinkle. <laughs> I'm even more confused. <laughs> well, I, I've talked about this on the program for probably about seven years now. When when I started noticing it, I was staying in Fort Collins mm-hmm. and in Denver. And I talked to random strangers like I always do in the breakfast bars. I liked going in the breakfast bars, talking to random strangers. It's how I stay in touch with Americana, baby. Yeah. Well, you are the common man. Right. Because now the common man does have a podcast. <laughs> yep. Everybody and their mother, their brother, and their cat, which is the cat one is really good. Actually, the cats, that's the one I followed the most. Just Sorry. two cats meowing yeah, for an hour. It's, Brilliant. it's hilarious. We should try that. So many layers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Please continue. The Colorado look over the shoulder. I kind of, you know, people would look over their shoulder before they said they worked in oil and gas. Well, I started talking about that a little bit. People were calling me crazy. That didn't happen. Well, then all of a sudden they start banning it. They start putting setbacks and the oh, governor's yeah. saying war on oil and gas, yep. all this different stuff, right? And I'm like, how did I see it coming and no one else did? I don't live there, okay? And you can go back on my interviews and take a listen from seven years ago. Maybe because you've seen in other places? I don't know. 
Well, I, I, I covered the smoking ban. Mm-hmm. I'm a non-smoker, okay? I know what rank discrimination is. My business partners in life have all been two packs of smoke day cigarette smokers, right? right? Yeah. I, I understand how if you're over 65 and a smoker, you're probably, a, there's probably a very few people that still accept you to smoke in public. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're a leper. Right. Dude, you better go in the alley with mm-hmm. the lepers and go smoke. Mm-hmm. So I saw the way the government treated these um, bars and restaurants that allowed smoking. And it was, it was just flat-out rank discrimination to get what they wanted. And in the end of the day, smoke-free. Yeah. And it's, and it's for the better. Yeah, I've thought the whole time, too. I just don't agree with the approach. The method. Yeah, I yeah. just never agreed with the approach because yeah. it's always been a legal product and mm-hmm. you know all these different... I'm all about property rights, free, free uh, choice, mm-hmm. uh, accountability, which is so in the minority now. Yeah. I mean, you seriously... Uh, the girls down the the block. Um, what what what's uh, a girls next door? Mm-hmm. The 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 five, college the, the, the five college, college yeah, girls. Yeah, it's like only a, two left now. It's like a satellite. Three of sorority. them got pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> so there's two left. Water's a little weird here. Their dog goes poo in the neighbor's yard and in their yard, right? Their dog. Yeah. And she was complaining to me about how the management company has had to tell them multiple times they're responsible for picking up dog poop. What, she didn't think she was? No. Oh, wow. She thought someone else should have. Right. She didn't know who. Right. But somebody else. else. Yeah. It's that Homer Simpson when he's the trash collector. (laughs) Someone else can do it. Somebody else will do it. Someone else Uh, will do it. You are that someone else? Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting dynamic on that front of things. Okay. Now, so we've got that. Oh, Thunder Coffee. Getting back to Thunder Thunder Coffee. Coffee. So they do, they've, they've got a shop here in Fargo, right? West Fargo. West Fargo. Oh, that's right. West Fargo. So getting back to Thunder Coffee and the Fargo wrinkle, what the people of uh, Thunder Coffee were, were telling me, and I, I feel bad kind of mentioning their names at this point already, but um, why? what the heck? I'm, I'm going to. That uh, I asked them, I said, so do you guys, you know, talk about being from the oil patch? Right. And he kind of hesitated a little bit. And he knew what I was talking about. And he said, not so much. He goes, he goes, if somebody asks, yes. He goes, but when we first came, we were telling everybody, you know, we came from oil and gas. And he goes, he goes people would wrinkle their nose. Mm-hmm. Oh, ick. You know, and they'd kind of scoff at it, this and that. And so they, 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 they felt that. They, they felt the rank discrimination. And that's what it is. It's yeah. rank discrimination. This doesn't make any sense to me. You're I mean, that's, judging somebody out of the gate because yeah. of what they did for a living. Well, plus, I mean, really, if you, if you break it down, if you're looking to judge somebody and it's oil and gas, shouldn't you be angry at the CEOs? Shouldn't you be angry at the, the people that are pulling the levers of power, not the people working for a job? I've seen two headlines in the last 24 hours that made me really afraid of where we're about to go. Okay, and I'm I'm starting to get a little bit like I need to get on the soapbox on the corner and start being the shale play prophet again here. Was it a one about that weird spider? No. Okay. No, th- those are fine. I, okay. I, I embrace nature taking course. Okay. When humans the hell out of decide me. they want to ch- okay three stories. <laughs> I forgot about Bill Gates releasing seven hundred and fifty thousand genetically modified mosquitoes into Florida. Okay, I, that that one Nothing freaks me out. Possibly I go wrong. Freaks me out when we're releasing genetically modified mosquitoes 
into the ecosystem. Okay, number one. Number two, we'll get back to my number two, which is my number one. <laughs> I believe that's what they told me before my colonoscopy yeah, as well. I was going to say, there's all kinds of ways we can go with that. Is The headline came from, I think, Quartz.com. It was somewhat of a, of a reputable publication. By reputable, they, they, they're funded. And it said, uh, solar panels are getting so cheap, it'd be stupid not to put them in. And what it talked about is how there's such a surplus of them right now, mm-hmm. and the government money's going the way it's going, that you should be putting in solar panels even if you don't need them. So we can go build more. And I just went, that's where we're at. Where the leadership, that's the narrative, that's the leadership, that's, that's where we're, we're preaching to the choir, mm-hmm. giving people uh, links that they can cite as sources for their flimsy arguments on social media, this and that. That is, that is such a flimsy article because it doesn't get into the manufacturing and the rare earth minerals and what it takes to actually build a solar panel. Mm-hmm. And it kind, of, it, it kind of dogged on wind a little bit, you know, and so it was even, it was 100% all in on solar, but for solar panels. And we don't even know how to recycle solar panels yeah. yet. So that's what I mean to where... That's that's one. Yeah. And number two was the access of the earth is starting to wobble. I was now, reading about that. Pretty cool, huh? Which happens. Yeah. This is this is a cyclical event that happens. Yeah. Just like ice ages. Very cyclical. But the headlines are it's humans' fault. It's our fault the earth is starting to wobble. That was a trippy article, however you took it, you know, because I, I I discard the political stuff. I'm just there for the fun science. Yes. The idea that that enough mass of ice could melt into the ocean that actually changes the wobble of the, I mean that, I mean, it's, it's real simple. It's just, it's just weight and mass. Right. But right. you're thinking about it on those giant scales. So if you're somebody who follows this, like I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have been a environmentalist student of the earth mm-hmm. for 20 years. Okay. Who understands magnetic pole reversals. Mm-hmm understands tectonic plate shifts, okay? I understand these things. And what's happening is very similar to what has happened throughout the history of time. Mm -hmm. It's called earth changes. The only difference is, is the articles I used to read 30, 40 years ago from the science journals that are talking about these similar things Mm -hmm. from, from the mini ice age, which we found out was actually a global phenomenon. It wasn't just isolated in Europe. Mm-hmm. Remember the mini ice age in Europe we always heard about? Yep. It was more of a global phenomenon because records are starting to percolate now in the last 15 yeah, years. Yeah, they were able to put the pieces together. Right. They yep. weren't able to do that before, okay? So we're starting to see these different things. Mm-hmm. Well, the wobble of the earth, that's, that's happened multiple times in the history too, okay? Yeah, shift of the so polar. The only thing I'm seeing now is they're just editorializing by saying, you guys are at fault. It's, it's almost like the Vatican got control of the media and they're just using their Catholic guilt on everybody. I'm serious. It's feel, I feel like I, the nuns are talking to me through the media every day. Why, the though? What's the, the ruler on my hand. That's the, that's the thing I don't slap. understand is why. Oh, Sister Mary had a parry knife. Ouch. Sister Mary had a parry knife. And if she would, if you got, if you, you had to stand in line, Okay. As close together as possible mm-hmm. to squeeze in to lunch line. <laughs> and you, boy, if Sister Mary walked by, because the nuns ate first. Right. Sister Mary walked by, you better, like, it was like Elton John walking by. Don't look him in the eyes. 
You got to look away. You know that, right? <laughs> Elton John, when, when he travels I, and he goes to different arenas, uh-huh. he specifically has in his contracts that the workers at domes cannot look him in the eyes. They must look away. Huh. They must stop and look away. Wow. It is crazy. What's an Elton John? <laughs> Something and, called Elton John. Why is she so sad? Well, sad songs they say. No. You know, I mean, some people call it the thunder blues. under the sheets. Some I don't call know. it the blues. That's right. You know, well, it is your song. That's so right. You can. All right. Let's get back to the yellow brick road. Okay. Or you want to do some crocodile rock? <laughs> what would you prefer? No, let's do yellow brick road. All right. So getting back to what the heck I was even talking about. <laughs> All right. So not so much the crocodile rock as we'll maybe get back to the um, rectory here. <laughs> standing in line at the lunchroom. Well, you had to, you know, like I said, you had to stand and kind of, you know, be unattentive because yeah. if you got out of line or you pushed somebody or this and that, boy, I tell you what, she had a paring knife a paring instead <laughs> instead of a ruler because normally you get your wrist slapped, you know? Yeah. She would scold you. You know how like at the dinner table when your dad yells at you, the, the fork will mm-hmm. start, he'll, he'll start shaking the fork yeah. and there might be food on there yeah, sometimes like a little bit of meatloaf right, coming at you yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah i remember those days well, sister mary would have the paring knife i mean that thing would get the hell she using the paring knife for, for an apple oh that's for just her apple freaky what was she in the marines was she in nom oh, or something no it was a little paring knife with it it was the common tupperware one the okay. little white handle and the little you know just in the hands of a nun it just seems a little freaky you know well because the 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 kitchen did have it she brought her own yeah she brought her own with her own apple I bet she had all set and of boy them you she would scold you with that paring knife, and you, all you'd see is the blade mm-hmm. right before your eyes. That's what I'm thinking, man. <sighs> Good times. <laughs> so guilt, I think, is what you were trying to make a point of, right, is that we're getting guilted all the time about doing the wrong thing. Well, I mean, you can either look for the Holy Grail, or I guess you can, you know, use the Catholic guilt. I was spoon-fed <laughs> it my whole life, so anyway, but... Should be a good time coming up this summer, but uh, when we come back, we got some musk math to do. We do have some musk math. Musk math. Musk oh, yes. Math. So Yeah, look, we went down a little bit of a rabbit hole yesterday on this. I, I started doing it. Yeah. And you would be amazed how long it will take you to drive from Fargo, North Dakota, down to Odessa, Texas, yeah. and then back to Fargo, only to go to Dickinson, okay? plan for some time sponsor 
Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life Play Hard, Work Hard is sponsored in part by Chewy Paws, all natural elk, deer, moose, and caribou antler chews for dogs. USA sourced premium quality and no preservatives. They love what we do in oil and gas, and all profits go to the dogs. That's Chewy Paws. Check out their website, ChewyPaws.com. That's ChewyPaws with a Z.com. The Crude Life Play Hard, Work Hard is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Play hard, work hard. Now, let's play hard. Live morning show, play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spees. That is Sterling. It is Thursday. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Last segment before we hand it off to the play hard portion. And I got to keep an eye on Frackleberry Hound as I see. You're babysitting. Yeah, you know, boy, here I am. Dog sitting. Kind of knocking the the girls next door. Mm -hmm. And who comes during the commercial break but the girls next door with the, oh, what was me? Did you see her eyelashes? Yeah. Just just glitter and little My bit boyfriend's extra? dog. Oh no, she didn't mention boyfriend. Oh, yeah, this you whole, just this is yeah. It's her dog now. You can hear in the background here this. Yeah, it's it's can, her boyfriend's <laughs> dog when I'm just over there chilling. Right. When she needs something, it's her dog. It's her dog. No mention oh. of the boyfriend then. <laughs> So anyway, the dog's here. Yep, yep, yep. You, you are, uh, you have got a kind heart, man. And I'll mow her lawn later and uh, clean her gutter. It's okay. So. Yeah, but it should be known you're more a sucker for the dog than the girls down well, there. Well, that's what I was going to say. Frackleberry Hound and uh, what's, what's her name? Coco. Coco, I think, yeah. Coco is, uh, so that's the noise if you hear some pitter-pattering of yeah. the... Some what, thundering. What, what, what was that uh, famous Christmas story movie with the, the fragile? Yeah. The Christmas Story. Oh, it was Christmas Story. It was story. the That's Christmas right. Story, with, yeah. Had the hound with dogs. With the neighbor's hound. Oh, He's got like 350 that. hound dogs. And the dad was just so <laughs> upset at those dogs. You mangy mutts. He says you're right. Slam one of the dog's tails in, yeah, the, in the door. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> after they ate his Christmas morning turkey, man. We would have never had jingo bows. Jingo, remember at the, at the Chinese duck yeah, restaurants? Yes. 
Yeah, they chopped the head off. Rah, 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 rah. I mean, so much raw. I suppose they banned that scene now. Oh, I guess so. Right? I hadn't thought about it. I mean, that, that's the well, that's the type of humor we grew up with. Yeah. Everything was inappropriate from my childhood. Yeah, it really was. Well, it was. I mean, <laughs> cartoons were based on that, for crying out loud. Yeah, so. that's true, man. But hey, I love that movie. We watch it every year. So we're going to get to some news here, folks, but we're going to do a little hybrid news. Oh, nice. News here on the Crude Life Morning Show. Play I hard, work hard. Sterling has got a couple news stories. And I see what you did and there with hybrid. They all kind of come together <laughs> because we're going to do some Musk math. So while Sterling is reading some of these news stories that have to do with the conversion of the oil and gas world. I mean, are we out of transition to conversion now? Now that the Biden plan is in play and they're essentially putting more money into electric vehicles Mm -hmm. than they're putting into roads, bridges, pipelines combined. Now, keep in mind, there was a report that came out shortly after, it was a 35W, on 35W out of Minneapolis, there was a bridge that collapsed with a school bus on it you're talking about a couple of years ago yes right? yeah uh, 10 years ago 10 years now. ago yeah i remember now and yeah. a report came out after that shortly after that mm-hmm. that there was a report that came out before mm-hmm. <laughs> think about think well, about that yeah there was a report that came out after the bridge referencing collapsed a prior report that referenced a report that came out before the bridge collapsed yeah. that 85 to 90 percent of that infrastructure needed to be replaced it was like 30 plus years old oh man so when so you much think of it about it now old, at least this new Biden infrastructure bill that the more I read, this mm-hmm. is a, it's a lengthy document, by the way. The more I read it, the more I'm, my eyes get bigger and bigger because we're investing more money into EV cars than actual infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So that tells me they don't want people driving. Well, they don't. Otherwise, people are going to die. <laughs> well, roads, man. I'm going to get one of those Flintstone cars, man. Do you have any idea these roads out in western North Dakota and oh, some of these oil patch areas? Yeah. Well, first of all, the, the, the dirt is clay. Right. It's like a muddy clay, clay-type rocky red thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when water gets involved, it's really weird. It, it doesn't mix well, and stuff slides and mm-hmm. slips, and it just... it's. It's like the uh, My Cousin Vinny with the Alabama mud. You got mud in your tires? Yeah, mud in your tires. Yeah. It's a similar thing, right? So in the Bakken, what was happened in 2012, roads, sections of roads were just washing right off hmm. because when they were built, they were built for eight to 10 combines a year going down that road. Right, yeah. Not- now they got 47,000 trucks a day going down yeah. that road. Yep. So it just, you know, inertia, gravity, whatever scientific words you want to put in there. In uh, in Saudi Arabia, when we shit would, happens, when we would drive on some of the uh, the highway roads, yeah, uh, that were used by the trucks, they were so heavy, and the roads, the asphalt got so hot in the summer that there would be literal ruts in the road. Yes. from it. So yep. that that's the reality yep. of it. So my point is, though, that if we're going the way of the EV vehicles, because I saw Amazon now, I went to a um, you can order one right off Amazon. I went to a restaurant bar. That allowed patrons mm-hmm. with people, and they their sign was classic. They're, this is when you know you're going into a place that's probably more my people than <laughs> than your people. Okay, and your people is just not. I don't my even people. know what you mean. And, and yours not you. It's just anyone. You're talking about the royal you. So it says um, we apologize, but the state requires us to ask you. No, 
We apologize, but the state requires us to make you wear a mask in our establishment. Once you sit down, you can take the mask off. It was just something, you know, like, yeah, we don't agree. You know what I mean? But it's the only right. way we can keep our door open. Yeah. So that, that was how they wordsmith that. Yeah. So I've seen lots of similar ones. I went there for the, did you know they're playing football? Yeah. Like the, the draft is tonight. Mm-hmm. And the number three pick might be North Dakota State quarterback, Trey Lance. Really? He might be the third pick overall. And if he's not the third, he might be the fourth. Who do you think would go for him? Well, the, the Niners might take You think so? Well, the, the Niners are probably going to take uh, Mac Jones, Mac Nelson yeah. from, uh, from I think Alabama. It's Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, it's Mac from Jones. From Alabama. Yep. But there's some that think they might go with... Trey Lance because of XYZ, right? Yeah, I've been hearing all kinds of weird stuff in the last 24 hours about Garoppolo going back to New England. And I mean, so who knows? And then there's basically they're, they're looking at, you know, five quarterbacks may go in the top 10. Wow. Well, Trey Lance will be in the top four. Yeah. He'll be in the top four. So North Dakota State is playing football, there's playoffs. And, there, and there's playoffs in football. Playoffs. Alabama's already – who won the – Clemson, Ohio State. Sure, one of those. Notre Dame. No, they yeah, lost. It was Grand Canyon, wasn't it? Did Alabama? <laughs> they lost, right? I, Clemson? No idea. I paid no attention to college ball. Whoever won the national championship this year, that's <laughs> over with. Right. So it's so funny when people around uh, our state of North Dakota like to puff up their chest about the North Dakota State Bison. Mm-hmm. Oh, seven, nine-time national champion. Yeah, Division Two. No, we're Division One. Yeah, Double A. Because, well, hey, it's uh, the only show in town. It's pretty impressive. How can you already have a national championship and then six months later you're playing playoffs? It it doesn't make it doesn't doesn't make any sense. No. So anyway. Getting back to my before I was So you here, want more time there. I feel you that to I paid North Dakota State thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> and attended school there that I can gripe from time to time. Absolutely. And they keep asking me for more money. And they keep taking away money from me too at their comp- competition they do. Well, they need it for that entrepreneur program. So Amazon has got commercials every commercial break bragging about their 750,000 car order, EV mm-hmm. car. Did you see these ads? Yeah. Okay, you've seen them. Yeah, I have. I don't have a TV. So we got rid of our TV in 2006. I got a giant monitor now, but... Yeah. Um, so I'm not familiar with a lot of commercials or micro movies, micro as, movies. as my son would call them when really? he was five years old. Well, he didn't grow up around TV. Right. So when we went to the Black Hills, we stayed in a hotel, and he comes running, Dad, I want some Lucky Charms. Where'd you hear that? And he rattles off riboflavins, nutrients, you know, all this You stuff. let him watch one time, all, and it's Lucky it Charms, Pace man. and Ferb was on. Oh. Cool. Now that, soon, that I'm okay he's with. He's parodying, you know, a Lucky Charms commercial. And I go, where'd you hear that? He goes, on that mini movie. <laughs> well, that's the only video he knew was The show movies. between the shows. So. <laughs> Trey Lance may go. So, folks, you want to pay attention to the draft tonight, and we'll see what happens. It's, it's just funny because, you know, North Dakota State is in the um, playoffs, and their quarterback is in the draft. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. It's just it's very bizarre. Their their quarterback actually they yeah. went with last week. Oh, this is actually kind of fun story. And then we'll go to the next thing. I swear to God. <laughs> so uh, their quarterback is a transfer from Ohio State. Oh, okay. Because he as a freshman he beat Oklahoma. The right boxes were checked, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then he wanted to go to North Dakota State because nine-time 
Division II one AA champion, right? Mm-hmm. So the North Dakota State takes him. New administration. Okay. Okay. New administration. Because Coach Bulls in Wyoming, Coach Kleiman's at Kansas State. So they take him. Well, he's terrible this year. Like, they almost do not make the playoffs because he has to go and be the quarterback because Trey Lance is now in the NFL draft. Right. So they thought they would have Trey Lance this year. So they had to up the quarterback, Mm -hmm. right? So, boom, there he is. Well, he's terrible. Last week was the first game of the playoffs. They start a true freshman who's never played. Damn. That's That's how bad they wanted that other guy gone. Wow. So the guy comes in, he goes, great. They run the ball 47 times out of 50. (laughs) Get 350 yards rushing. Well, if you can rush, you don't need a quarterback. You just need somebody not to throw an interception on the three passes. The other guy couldn't do that. (laughs) Well, it's like watching the Ravens and the Bucks play. What what ended up happening is that he's a good quarterback, but uh, NDSU runs, as long as they've been a program, they run kind of an option, so they need a running quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's why... NDSU has had three top, what, three NFL, they have three consecutive NFL draft picks. You've got Carson Wentz, who's now playing the starting quarterback for the Colts, won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. You've got Easton Stick, who is now the backup to Justin Hebert. Hebert. Is it Herbert? I think think it's Hebert. Well, Bobby Hebert. Yeah, sure. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Who was the surprise rookie last year? Okay, okay. Yeah. So Easton Stick, those in the NFL, and then so now we got Trey Lance and Brock Jensen, the first quarterback that started the whole winning season and all this every all that with NDSU. Mm-hmm. He's actually the most winning quarterback ever. Like in high school and in college, he's only lost like two games. Wow. And he had a stint in the CFL, had a cup of coffee with the Dolphins, just didn't make it to that next level. Cup of level. coffee. <laughs> you like that cup of coffee? Yeah. He had a cup of coffee with the Dolphins. So it and seems like NDSU is kind of like a, uh, a camp or a farm. Because they run the option. Yeah. They run a lot of option. And, and, and Coach Bull came in and put together, Coach Craig Bull, who's with Wyoming, who coached Josh Allen, who's with the Buffalo Bills. Wow, six degrees so, of right. Colts Bull. Follow along. Coach Bull put in kind of a quasi-option uh, current NFL system that he learned from Tom Osborne from Nebraska. Who's related to? No, that's the end <laughs> that's of the story. It, that's, it. <laughs> that's the end of our Paul Harvey story. We didn't have anywhere else to go. If and we his name was Tom if Osborne. If we would have ended up in Ohio, I would have ended with, and that's why people have got statues of Woody Hayes and Mother Teresa in their front lawn. <laughs> So what do we got for news? Well, I thought we might talk a little Musk. Remember, because we went down a rabbit hole yeah, we yesterday got, we got on Musk EV math, cars, too. man. Musk math. Musk math. What so, do you got for Musk? Well, first up, of course, uh, he's going to be on Saturday Night Live as oh. the host of the, I think it's the 46th season now. The idol worshiping of Elon Musk t- continues. But the backlash on social media has been swift. He's got backlash? Musk seemed to revel in the hullabaloo cryptically tweeting let's find out just how live saturday night live really is tacking on a devil emoji for good measure this is from yahoo news the tweet prompted a rebuke from cast member bowen yang who commented via in insta story what the f does that even mean (laughs) so yeah so they've got some interesting uh they got at least two cast members of the snl that are openly saying there's why are we having this guy on the show Boy, I tell you what, I really think Elon Musk likes pro wrestling. 
I'm, I'm. He channels a lot of his stuff as pro wrestling. If you watch him, yeah. that that what he did right there, that is a pro wrestling tease. Right. It is. It totally is. And I, I don't understand where a lot of the animosity towards him comes from. I mean, I know why we beat he, him. He exactly. made a COVID comment. Oh. He made a COVID comment that was not very popular with um, a certain ilk of the population. I think Musk is trying to become like an American Richard Branson. And he's being subsidized. Mm-hmm. Fairly good for it. it. What bothers me, and I'll be totally serious here, what bothers me is that if you have that much time and that much stroke to get on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. you do not need any tax money. Yeah. You do not need any support yeah. from the people who are watching you on their televisions because they can't afford to go out. That's what I mean. Yeah. And it's really sad that that's the world that is now the standard. That is now the way it goes. That if you are part of a certain class... You are in a kangaroo court of an ecosystem, <laughs> of a vertical enterprise, whatever you want to call it. A mm-hmm. social network, doesn't matter. But you get government subsidies. So you, it, it's amazing. It is, it is, it's an ecosystem that is, that is um, supplied with tax dollars. Well, yeah, so, so the, many of the, the biggest, richest people in this country. They're, it's like I said, when, when the PPP money happened. Money, public money. It's when I when the PPP monies happened. I said it's almost like I knew that the game was rigged, and this time they promised me the game wasn't rigged. They promised me, and I fell for it. They used every trick in the book and, and pulled on every heartstring, and every you know choir came singing and violin playing, and I fell for it. Well, well we I, all did, man, well, for that week. Well, when I got in the casino, nope. Lo and behold, the game is still rigged, mm-hmm. but this time. They won't let you out of the casino, and they still take from you to give to their rich friends. Right. That's what's going on here, in my opinion. So, so we can't even leave the casino. Uh, he's on Saturday Live, huh? Yeah, he's going to hey, be. Did we get our proposal done for him yet? <laughs> what, you mean to have him fund us? The Industrial Forest. Yeah, I think yeah. clearly he's got a lot of time. He's going to need trees on Mars. Boom, there you go. How many trees could he plant? Maybe that's what we should do. Trees on Mars. That's our pitch. No. Every moment that he's on Saturday Night Live, let's plant a tree oh, and wow. film it. And then at the end, say, listen, pal, well, you're on set. Maybe not to be so bitter. Yeah. Say, <laughs> listen, Mr. Musk. Mr. Musk. <laughs> just so you're aware. Yeah, because we're asking when, him for money. When you're on Saturday Night Live, we decided to plant trees. And while we watched you, and boy, we laughed so hard. It was so good. You were so great. In fact, you should be a regular cast member. Oh, wow. Jimmy Fallon's got nothing on you. You should be the host of The Late Late Show. (laughs) But what we did is we planted 47 trees in that hour and a half that you were on Saturday Night Live. Would you please help fund our forest? Yeah. Do we got any like kids with casts or anything? Uh, We could break some arms or something. Or I guess we could do a fake cast. Getting back to the Elon Musk idol worshiping. You're, you're, he's on Saturday Night Live. He's on Saturday Night Live, yeah. And yeah. are we done building his, uh, his uh, national gas station yet? I don't think so. That has a Qdoba and a Starbucks <laughs> and a Noodles and Company and uh, Jimmy John's. Right. That gas station yeah. with the premium parking right in front. I think we were just extra embittered because we couldn't even get anything to eat. Well, you see where it's going, right? Yeah. Because I did the Musk math. I did the muscle. Yeah, so you were trying to figure out how long it would take you, right? A Tesla 3. Okay. I don't even know how much that costs. 
I know that I know they cost at least seventy five thousand dollars for a Tesla. So, and I, is that is that a lot of money for a car these days? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, that's is it a lot okay of, I, for I me. Know. That's a lot of money. Well, I know for most it is, but when I see cars going for entry level for fifty sixty thousand, I mean, really. So, do, are you looking? Okay, up? so I found some on Auto Finder that started about anywhere used from forty thousand up for a. A used Tesla three. Three, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you spend fifty thousand dollars to get a car. Okay, That's- you got a used car, which I have absolutely no idea what that means for. Um, yeah, I don't know how that has for. So whatever your safety factor is going on the road with a car that's really not designed to go on the road. It's it's designed to go short distances. Okay. Yeah, it seems like it. City so, driving, right? A Tesla 3 takes 10 hours to charge, fully charge. Now, they've got some different ways where you can do some things, and one of them is they got a fast cha- track charging system, right? The supercharger. And not, these are not available everywhere. Right. So there's only supercharging stations, which they advertise. Supercharging Supercharger. Stations. Those are only in popular areas, okay? Probably those take two, two to three hours to charge. And you can get zero to sixty percent of your battery charge. So it would be like going to the gas station, clicking on for two to three hours, coming back and saying, "Oh, well, we got half a tank out of that." That's the reality of owning a Tesla. I think casinos should jump all over that. Come charge your vehicle, and we hang out inside. It'll be done in a couple hours. Probably going to be movies right on the screen pretty soon. Well, Steve Harvey is giving me news at the gas station now. I know. It's disconcerting when he's talking to me. So a Tesla 3, you can go 250 miles. 200, okay. It's like 270, 263. Anyway, it's at 70 miles an hour. So not even going the speed limit. 70 miles an hour to drive from Fargo to Sioux Falls. Yeah. You got to stop. It'll take you three and a half hours to get to Sioux Falls. Mm -hmm. That's 243 miles. Actually, I apologize. It'll take you four hours. Yeah, I was going to say you got to stop. Because of 70. No, because of 70 miles an hour. I put in at 75. Oh, you were doing 75. The speed limit's 75. Okay. So if you leave at 7 a.m., if you leave at 7 a.m., you'll get to Sioux Falls about 11 o'clock. And now you got to charge your car for about 10 hours. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. you got to charge your car 10 hours to get it fully charged. Now, if you'd like to roll the dice and do a supercharge, if they happen if they to have, have one. It. If they have it. Okay. Yeah. If they have one, and, and let's, say, let's say you do a four-hour charge. Okay, well, where's the next charging station? Mm-hmm. Is it Sioux City, Iowa? Is it Cedar Rapids? Is it, um, not Cedar Rapids, um, Council Bluffs? Is it Omaha? Okay, well, right now, honestly, it's 11 o'clock. You plug in your car. Mm-hmm. Now it's 9 p.m. Right, now you're starting back. What are you going to do? Are you going to drive or are you going to go sleep? Right. So what, what's the plan, pal? That, that's our first day on the road trip. So far, we left Fargo at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. We're at 9 o'clock at night, and we're in Sioux Falls. 
This is this is a real life situation here. Yeah. So what is it going to take? About a week? Uh, well, we'll find out tomorrow. Jeez. Tune in tomorrow to see what city we stop <laughs> yeah. in. On our long trek to Texas. How long is it going to take? Yeah. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode of Rex Morgan, MD. <laughs> Coco knows how to... She tried, that was yeah. Coco. That wasn't Frankleberry. No. Coco wants to get into the studio. Got to get this girl a microphone. All right. So, what else we got for news? You got one more, right? <laughs> I do. I do. So, this is actually kind of ties in a little bit. This popped up this morning um, on Yahoo News, talking about possible gas station sh- fuel shortages this summer. Oh, so they're setting havoc. up for the the Teslas even more. Yeah. So, okay. So, pe- <gasps> ooh, can I stop in for one second? Go for okay, it. You raised your hand. Do you even, remember? So, yeah. Do you remember one of the first programs we did when Biden won? Yeah. Do you remember what I said? Vaguely. Joe Biden is the Jimmy Carter president. The Jimmy Carter president. And Jimmy Carter had gas shortages, shortages and gas oh, stamps. Oh, yeah. Okay, continue. All I remember about Jimmy Carter's presidency was the SNL skits where Dan Aykroyd would play him. <laughs> so according to the National Truck Tank Truck Carriers, or NTTC, an industry group that advocates on behalf of tank truck companies and has over 200 companies on its books... Nearly a quarter of the tanks on its fleet are sitting unused at the moment and waiting for drivers. So experts from the NTTC told CNN that the pandemic is primarily to blame for it. As travel came to a standstill and demand for gas dwindled, drivers were left with no work. Many took this as their cue to retire. And exactly, newer, younger drivers haven't been able to be trained in uh, fast enough. So it's creating a real concern among experts about whether we could see very high prices and even a run on gas during the busy vacation season. All I can think of is these poor kids, these poor kids growing up. Everything is the, because of the pandemic and everything is because of climate change. My goodness. I mean, every single thing they do. The well, we moment, blamed Obama for eight years for the, everything. The moment they wake up. Yeah. They just, they're doing something of guilt, aren't they? Well, climate know, change, man. the wobble, the earth is our mm-hmm. fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you kidding me? The earth? Come on. The earth is well, going to shake us up like a bad case of fleas when it's ready. For me, the question is, if it was true or not, what can we do about it? Does it how, what purpose does it serve? We're getting to the point now where a lot of these sitcoms that kind of came out early and they were just blaming ridiculous things on COVID. And, of course, Arrested Development did a, did a mm-hmm. great one with uh, Tobias, David Cross, where right. <laughs> I don't want to blame 9-11, but, you know, but, 10 years later, yeah. I don't want to blame 9-11. But it, it gets to where that's what that story reminded me of, like, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Well... Sure. Okay. It's the, you know, I mean, it's the thing of the moment, right? It's, uh, that's what we latch so, on to. Because of COVID, there's no gas at the gas pumps? Well, it's more complicated than that, apparently. Because well, that's of. Not, not, not apparently the way yeah. they tried to just frame it. But well, what, what they say is that basically you've got a lot of people that retired out of the business that drove the trucks, and you've got a whole generation of younger drivers that haven't been able to be trained or recruited yet because of the drop off. There wasn't the demand. Plus, then there was the social distancing and all the other stuff. <clears throat> Apparently, this is not an easy thing to do over Zoom. So, yeah, we, we actually, two things here, three things here. We, we, we do need to start going to do the shale play profit stuff because we warned of this a while ago. The great cruise shift, the retirement coming, all these different things. Yeah. That 
when you start building silos and you start having country club economics, the blue collar um, workers like this get forgotten. Oh, absolutely. And and you end up with problems like this. Yeah. And uh, they're going to go where the money is. And if there's no money anymore, well, why would they go there? Well, and it's a simple, I mean, it's a simple decision. If you're not able to make money doing the job you do, you go and you get something else. But there's a know? stigma too. Yeah. Like we mentioned before, the wrinkled nosers and the, the Colorado boulder look over your shoulders. Right. The, the shoulder boulders. The shoulder boulders. Like a blue boulder I, well, you know, maybe there were, Maybe there were some but, you know, people looking at it going, well, hey, this is like a dying industry anyway. Might as well get out. But clearly, you know. I don't know. It's I'll, not. It's making me wonder if I should go out and get a Class C license, actually. If, if you go to a small gathering, because you can't go to large ones anymore, do you want to say that you're hauling wind turbines around or frack chemicals? Me, I would say frack chemicals, because everybody I know gets pissed off by those turbines being hauled down the but road. But you, you know what I mean, though? It's like... <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, no, I know what you mean, the exactly. State, the state yeah. is sponsoring a yeah. certain sort of thought and lifestyle and right. they're they're enabling the certain sort of bullying on another one mm. that's how i look at it but i tell people what i do and that usually is the end of it because it's about as exciting as it sounds well <laughs> is there anything else in the news story that's about it we must out man but i'd be curious tomorrow to see how far we can get from sioux falls i'm checking right now to see how many charge stations are in our path down to texas that's the other layer of this mm-hmm. we have to find out okay does sioux city iowa omaha because common wisdom would say omaha would be the next trip right but now i didn't did i budget for a hotel did i budget for meals do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because now all of a sudden, well, you know, at this at this pace, you're already looking at about a you know a two or three times the limit mm-hmm. of what your normal trip would be. And now, okay, can I travel if I don't have a vaccine? I think so. Can I still? I, I mean, no, yeah. on an airline. I think so. Yeah. Can I? Can I, I go? So. Are you sure? I don't know. I'll ask. Actually, I have a friend flying in tomorrow. I'll ask if they have. I think to have you have to have a proof of ID, ID that you're you're symptom free. I think you have a doctor's note at least. Maybe, yeah. Or they probably take temperature there. My point is, though, the conversation is going more towards in order to fly, you have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is this, this is another way then that is really putting the screws on a certain number of individuals mm-hmm. that do not want to get vaccinated, for example. If they can't drive to go put on new business yep. and they can't fly, you just box them in too. Well, did you hear about that Alaska senator that uh, she uh, refused repeatedly to wear a mask properly, I guess, on Alaskan Airlines, right? So she's commuting from Anchorage to where the capital. Is it Juneau? So she was flying there. Well, she got banned. That's the only airline that does that trip. So she had to take essentially what equated to, I, I believe it was a 10 to 14 hour trip, including a ferry ride and a drive to get there. So yeah, clearly, you know, she's going to have to figure out some new travel options. <laughs> We're all going to have to travel like Greta. Going to have to go by steam powered boat. You know, I've been talking to some people that, you know, they're not mask holes and they're not mask nazis they're just doing their bit but they're they're telling me you know what after this is all over they're probably going to keep wearing a mask i'm hearing the opposite i'm hearing people that saying they're not going to wear it if Mm -hmm. it comes back 
now yeah. that uh, now that they got their ounce of <laughs> people ox- need to travel around the world. Now you know, I've I've oxygen. traveled around the world, and I'll tell you what: most places around the world, people traveling through airports, people traveling through train stations, and stuff like that, they wear masks, and that's because it's a good way to avoid getting sick. <laughs> the one thing that I do think that America needs to stop doing is comparing themselves to other countries. Because yeah, yeah. take a look at Europe, for example. Okay, Europe. The reason that their their trains and all that other stuff works is because they're not they're not spread out like America is. Mm-hmm. America's so spread out, so spread out. It's hard to do. Even public transportation's hard to do in a lot of cases. Well, Take we like Fargo. We just don't like being told what to do. That's our problem. Fargo only has a few buildings, more than four stories. Yeah, I love that. I think the beer, the Anheuser Busch. Whatever that is, factory is yeah. the tallest structure around. Actually, that's that's <laughs> looks just, like a friggin' castle. I man. know, but it's just for holding hops. Is that all that's, it is? It's, it's a just the hops holder. Train station yep. is all it is. But it's tallest building in the area. Our tallest, <laughs> our tallest building in the tallest city. Tallest man-made structure <laughs> is, is the, the hops dryer station. That's about right for Fargo. <laughs> that's something to be proud of. Music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life, Play Hard, Work Hard, is sponsored in part by Chewy Paws, all-natural elk, deer, moose, and caribou antler chews for dogs, USA-sourced premium quality and no preservatives. They love what we do in oil and gas, and all profits go to the dogs. That's Chewy Paws. Check out their website, ChewyPaws.com. That's ChewyPaws with a Z, dot com. The Crude Life, Play Hard, Work Hard, is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs 
carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. Time now to work hard on the Swan Energy phone lines. Hello, my name is Otis with Kids and Capitalism Kidcast, and today we're here with Harold Ham, president of Continental Resources, and we're going to ask him a few questions. Uh, what was your first job, Mr. Ham? Well, I grew up on a farm, so I grew up milking cows and uh, uh, feeding animals and all right. doing all those things, and also pulling cotton. Uh, so that, that was a job we got paid for. industry a safe place or a good place for young entrepreneurs? Well, there's a lot of opportunity in the energy industry, uh, particularly uh, oil and gas. And uh, so anyway, it's something that intrigued me as a young person. Actually, I, I got intrigued in high school uh, and decided that I want to be a petroleum geologist. And so that's what I worked hard to accomplish. What advice do you have for young entrepreneurs like myself? Find something that you're passionate, that you care about, and uh, perhaps uh, talented to do, and that you like to do. Uh, find something that really means something to you. And number one, I think, is get an education. You know, make sure that uh, you develop your mind and, and your abilities uh, to do a job. But find something you like to do and pursue it. Don't let anything get in the way. All right. Uh, One more question. My great-grandpa and grandma are from uh, Enid. Can you tell us what it's like there? Oh, Enid's a great place. It's much like Bismarck. You know, it's a town of 50,000 people. Uh, It's got wonderful people, wonderful work ethics. What's your uh, uh, grandparents' name? My grandparents' name? I don't know. I never really got introduced to them. They died before I was born. So. Oh, they died before you were born. Yeah. Oh, I'll see. I never really got their name. <laughs> yeah, well, Spice uh, is a common name in Oklahoma. It is? It is. So you may have more uh, friends and family there <laughs> than you're aware of. So, yes, I uh, know some Spice in the oil and gas business. That concludes our interview. Thank you very much for taking that time out of your day uh, to, to do an interview with me. I appreciate it very much. You bet. Uh, all right. Thank Thanks, sir. Exclusive interview industry news, environmental innovation at thecrudelife.com.
with Jason Spies. Thank you for joining the program today. You know, I, I come from an oil background. My family's been in the oil and gas industry for 60 years. I, I think the thing with the younger generation is the younger generation has pretty much bought into the climate change phenomenon. They really believe everything that people tell them. We just want to thank everybody that has been so supportive of us, and especially you, Jason. Without without your help, I don't think our event would be as successful as it is. So I, I don't want to be real critical of them because being a guy whose you know, dad has several small businesses and, and coming from that sort of small business background, I get it. I mean, the, the, the operators here were put in a real bad position by the state of North Dakota. I'm glad that we've got people like you to pay attention and bring us information on stuff like this. Prices can't go any lower for services. I, I, they're, they're too low right now. I, our margins are in the single percentage point if we're lucky, and we're not lucky that often. You're exactly right. ESG is becoming more and more important to shareholders. I can speak for my 20 companies. They take it very serious. It makes perfect sense, and I thought you had a really good show last week. Jason, I love your inquisitive questions because you you ask important questions that that lead to the most important truths. Hey, this is Kevin Kramer representing proudly the state of North Dakota in the United States Senate. Talking to Jason Spies, who's like the best energy interviewer in the world. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. We all like living the crude life, so. <laughs> the Crude Life with host Jason Spies. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Crude Life Daily Update. On today's episode, we talk with Alicia High School, president of GPS International. Well, we've got uh, you know, patent-pending um, method to deliver our um, our very specialized chemical mist. It captures that methane molecule. It also um, neutralizes H2S. You know, this chemical is also biodegradable. There's no harm, harmful chemicals in it. So, uh, you know, environmentally friendly. We're just thrilled to death. But it's a it's a great um, it's a great method because it's not like we've got to go in and rework um, a lot of the systems that are out there. Um, I know a lot of the systems will will have to be looked at individually. We're also talking to refineries. That's a big issue for them with their flares, but our system will work on theirs as well. Um, We've also uh, looked at taking this technology offshore because, you know, a lot of the production platforms and production um, ships also flare, and um, this this system can also be designed to fit on those platforms or on those ships. You know, it's just a matter of, of sitting down with the with the companies, and that would be a custom custom design thing, and then install. But again, it's an idea that came up, and you know, we all thought, "Gosh, this could work," and it did. We will probably be continuously trying to improve our, our chemical delivery, um, and, and maybe. Uh, improving even into our our delivery system to listen to the full-length interview with alicia high school with gps international or to check out other exclusive interviews visit thecrudelife.com that's thecrudelife.com while you're there be sure to check out our ever-growing army of energy enthusiasts with our social media network at thecrudelife.com click on the social media tab from the staff here at the crude life daily update my name is jason spies asking you to always remember Energy is more than an industry, it's a way of life. The Crude Life is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota, home of the Bakken, 
Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. The music heard on the Crude Life Morning Show, Play Hard, Work Hard, is by the Moody River Band. Interested in becoming a sponsor? Email studio at thecrudelife.com. The Crude Life with host Jason Spies. So there's still people without power as of this morning. You know, right now, I think there's very limited driving out there in West Texas. They're generating about 5% of the power today uh, in in Texas. Sensitive microphone because I just poured a glass of water because we don't have running water here yet. I mean, this this has been uh, a very trying week for a lot of people across the state of Texas. Uh, There are, and and let me just say this, I'm sorry that so many Texans were let down by their grid. On the phone talking with us today, Chairman Christy Craddock of the Texas Railroad Commission. We have roughly 470,000 miles of interstate and intrastate pipe and pipelines in Texas and roughly another 500,000 miles of gas utilities uh, lines in Texas. So we have a lot of, and gathering lines are in that 470,000 miles as well. So we have a lot of pipe in Texas. We're the largest pipe state by a six. It, it is a very challenging day in Texas right now. Uh, the grid operator is projecting that nearly three million homes in Texas uh, are without power today. Uh, and, and there's... It's our snowy here in Lubbock again. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I thought it was supposed to be sunny today. So I'm from Odessa, and that's a big part of my district, but I also represent, uh, in addition to Hector County, uh, three other counties in the Permian Basin. So Andrews County, Hector County, Ward County, and Winkler County, but uh, all, all in West Texas, all in the middle of the oil patch. You know, when they close the roads down, we can't transport that, that those uh, those materials. And so we can't get the product to uh, where it needs to go to get refined so that we can either one, heat our homes, or two, uh, have fuel for our vehicles. Um, with pipelines, that doesn't really come into effect. You know, once the pipelines are laid, not much can stop that that crude oil or uh, natural gas from getting from point A to point B. They are so far behind the curve on getting the storage, the battery storage, uh, in place to be even be able to handle a, 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 you know, the most minute degree of storage for a case like what happened in Texas. And now, you know, there's going to be a spotlight on that. And just an incredible impact. We saw nearly 30 gigawatts uh, come offline yesterday. Half the gigawatts went without water since Saturday. On Friday, the Railroad Commission uh, took quick action. I know you recently had Chairman Craddock on. 
will have water for until 5 p.m. and then we'll be off again for the night. On Friday, I sent a letter asking the Public Utilities Commission of Texas to rescind its order authorizing uh, these uh, uh, generator, these generators, or these providers to increase the rates. You know, I don't know that's true, but I don't think I'd want to be in a hospital in Dallas, Texas, on a, on life support and know that wind energy is going to be my source of keeping that machine running, right? J.P. Warren reporting from uh, Houston, Texas at 9, 12 a.m. Uh, I don't even know what day it is right now. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, we ran out of water yesterday. Well, I've had maybe three hours of sleep in three days. The Crude Life Play Hard, Work Hard is sponsored in part by It Takes an Industry to Build a Forest. Hey folks, Jason Spies with The Crude Life. Did you know about half the trees planted in the last 20 to 30 years have died within the first year? Lack of watering, transplant shock, special interest groups, poor growing conditions are just a few reasons it takes an industry to build a forest, and that is exactly what the industrial forest does. Sustainability sheds, critical pipeline systems are implemented to ensure the forest survives and absorbs carbon for decades to come. It takes an industry to build a forest. If you're interested in sustainable forests, growing industry jobs, check out theindustrialforest.com. That's theindustrialforest.com. The Crude Life Play Hard, Work Hard is sponsored in part by... For more than 100 years, First International Bank and Trust has been headquartered in western North Dakota home of the Bakken. Our proven record of mineral management, appraisal, and brokerage services is now enhanced by the only Bakken-specific software, Mineral Tracker. Trust First International Mineral and Land Services and Mineral Tracker to protect your interests and help build and preserve a financial legacy for generations to come. 